32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. This is 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz, joined by Mark Wolf. And something that pops up often when we are talking is, is blood tests and knowing sort of what is in your blood and, and how that can help you. And Mark, just not looking at endurance and exercise from a health point of view, it's, it's important for people to know and do blood tests regularly, isn't it? Uh, I agree with you 100%, Dave. Um, I think uh, one of the biggest things that uh, people don't understand is that they put their bodies under stress when they're doing endurance sport. And when you're putting anything under stress, if the, if the underlying uh, engine, let's call it, because we are like a vehicle, we're like a motor vehicle, we've got, a, we've got an engine. If there are any issues on the inside and we place it under stress, we, we're only asking for trouble. So not knowing your health status is, to me, a problem if you're going to embark on an endurance journey. And I'm talking about really... Um, any type of sport that requires a, a, a quite a bit of, of physical stress. Now, Mark, for people out there sort of who, who want to go do a blood test, what should they be looking for? What test should they be doing? Well, I think even before blood tests, people should just do a bit of a self-examination, you know, take, take note of the energy levels of fatigue or sleeping patterns, you know, maybe digestive function. And, um, and, and post that, I mean, I would say, um, there's, there's quite a number of tests that, that one can perform. Um, in actual fact, I actually went to a cardiologist today, and we can get into that a little bit later. But from a blood test point of view, um, I would definitely say things like uh, you definitely need a complete blood count to make sure that, uh, you know, that everything is, is 100% normal. Um, as an athlete, liver function is very, very critical. Uh, quite interestingly enough, um, liver function tests have uh, have shown um, uh, to be elevated in athletes that do um, very intense sort of. Uh, if you're looking at bodybuilders or powerlifters, you know, within you know for seven days post uh, doing a very intense session, you might find elevated liver function, and and that can also happen um, with the athletes that are performing at a very high rate, high intensity, like marathon runs. So doing a marathon could also possibly elevate that. So sometimes you could get a false positive, but it should still be checked to see that it's within normal levels. Uh, definitely, um, if you're looking at uh, your iron levels um, and uh, and if you're looking at uh, you know sort of red blood cell count, I mean they they're interrelated and and hemoglobin those are very critical because that can can show some signs of anemia and um, very often I have dealt with athletes that are anemic but they don't understand that they are maybe because. Um, They've felt uh, a little bit tired or fatigued, but you know they haven't gone to have themselves checked up, and they can't understand what's going on from a from an energy point of view. And I, so I think that's also very critical. Um, you know, obviously your inflammatory markers are, are important: uh, glucose testing, cholesterol testing, um, anything from a health perspective. I would say um, should be should be looked at. And and then over and above that, there are other tests that one could perform from a from an from an athlete's point of view. Um, you know, when I go for blood tests, um, I also always look at uh, hematocrit levels. I mean, generally, they're, they're usually quite normal. There was once this, uh, this big thing about, um, uh, you know, cyclists, uh, the cutoff, actually, um, uh, as far as the UCI goes, was you weren't allowed to go over 50 as far as, your, uh, as, far as those levels went. And, and interestingly enough, it's, it's not really as critical as they, as they thought. It needs to be within a certain level, but 
remember that that is impacted by also um, a greater blood plasma. So what actually happens is that uh, if those levels drop, and they can drop when you're doing exercise, they do drop, but you're obviously increasing your blood volume as well. So that level of percentage is not uh, is, is is not always such so so clear cut. So that can actually uh, make somebody think that they need to get their levels up, where actually they don't need to get them up at all. Um, as far as um, I'd say vitamin and mineral levels go, there's a lot of things that need to be looked at um, from an athlete's perspective. And I think one of the very uh, critical things are the, are the B vitamins. Um, specifically, if you're looking at the at the um, the, the sort of uh, thymine, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin, you know, sort of B6 and pantothenic acid, etc., biotin, um, all, all those kinds of, of vitamins, or we call them, um, you know, a lot of people go for, for shots. But the thing is, is that those, those complex vitamins, we call them complex vitamins, they, they really have two major functions, and they are directly related to exercise because they actually really, really do assist in energy production. So, and if you look at things like folate and vitamin B12, um, they obviously assist in production of, of uh, red blood cells. So, you know, for protein synthesis and in tissue repair and maintenance, um, I, I think that they're very critical to have a look at and make sure that those levels are, are right. Usually you'll find that uh, probably uh, folate and vitamin B12 are actually low in female athletes' diets, uh, especially those that are also maybe vegetarian um, and also people that have possible eating disorders because... Um, that will cause a drop in it. So it just, again, shows how critical it is to, to incorporate proper nutrition when it comes to, to doing endurance sport because, you know, what you eat will determine also the kind of, of, of um, healthy blood levels that you've got when you are an athlete. On another level, if we look at things like vitamin D, I would say that that is an important and very critical uh, vitamin uh, for athletes because, uh, not only is it used for um, helping with immunity, one of the things that it is used for as well is for um, regulation of serum calcium and phosphorus levels. So, you know, promoting healthy bones, etc. And, and let's be honest, a lot of people are training indoors these days. Nobody's really outdoors for for very long in the hot sun, and um, and specifically also pretty covered up uh, with uh, with sunblocks, etc. You're definitely not getting enough vitamin D naturally. And so from that point of view, I would say it's very, very important to have a look at those levels as well. Now, Mark, you mentioned a few things, but what in endurance athletes specifically would be the more common things that you know of that people would be, um, you know, having in insufficient supply? And then how would you sort of add things to your diet to, to get that right? Well, look, I think if you go for a thorough blood test, you know, covering all angles, I would say that um, you can actually have a look and see are there areas that you're deficient in. I mean, we mentioned folate, for example, as one element which actually helps with um, with uh, production of red blood cells. And to be quite honest, I mean, I'll, I'll just give an example. So without mentioning names, there's one particular athlete that I worked with and um, – in actual fact, she went for, for blood tests, and immediately I noticed the folate levels were very, very low. And what this told me was that she doesn't eat sufficient foods which contain enough folic acid in it. So, um, And you're talking like green leafy vegetables, etc. And and the thing is, is that when I asked the question, it was, I don't eat those kind of things. And immediately we know that that's going to obviously impact um, the ability probably to perform at the level that she was performing at. So... In that case, maybe you could supplement with folic acid and really try and get those folate levels back up again. Um, as far as um, sort of the, um, the, the, the iron levels go, I mean, definitely 
every single athlete should should have a look and make sure that they're not anemic. And uh, those levels really need to be uh, brought up um, if they are very low. Uh, sometimes athletes think they're taking iron if they if they even aren't anemic and they're just low um, is going to be of benefit. But it's very very dangerous to actually take iron as a supplement if you don't have deficient iron. So so that shouldn't be done at all. A doctor needs to administer and agree to the fact that you should supplement with iron. You can't just go and do it on your, by yourself if there's no actual reason to go and do that. So, so, so that, but that is definitely something that needs to be tested. One of the things that I like to ask, especially the elite athletes to do, is to actually test their magnesium levels. And when I say magnesium levels, I'm talking about red cell magnesium, so intracellular magnesium levels, not magnesium serum levels, because those ultimately, if those are out, I mean, it's very, very great cause for a doctor's to be concerned as far as uh, heart function goes, I mean, that could possibly lead to, to, to um, heart issues. But red cell magnesium, remember magnesium is one of those critical minerals that helps with ATP production in, in, in the cells, in the mitochondria. And if your magnesium levels are on the very low end, I would say definitely supplement with magnesium and rather get them, up to the, uh, rather get them high up to the upper end because it will definitely help from a point of view of fatigue, there are other benefits to it, um, but magnesium is one of the supplements that I would say that every single athlete should take. Um, as far as um, as far as looking at other levels, I would say that um, um, things like um, uh, zinc plays a very critical role. It also does help with repair of muscle tissue. It also helps with um, energy production. But one of the things that zinc is very powerful. W- basically with is, is, immu- is, is immunity. And, um, and one of the things that we know is that if somebody does come down with a throat infection, for example, um, or, or the onset of a throat infection, zinc is a very, very powerful um, uh, element to take in order to try and combat that uh, as much as possible. So, so, so these are, are things that an athlete should look at. I would say that also, um, you know, when you are testing um, athletes, and I, and I have had people, which is like, for example, hyperkalemia, which is basically potassium deficiency, which can also lead to fatigue and also lead to cramping, etc. And, and and there are insufficiencies insufficiencies there. It's it's usually probably more lack of proper nutrition that causes these issues. But if you're an athlete and you want to perform at a certain level, you shouldn't have these deficiencies at all, um, especially when you're putting your body under severe stress. And there's so many amazing foods out there to eat to be able to make sure that you really get a well. Uh, balanced diet. As far as supplements go, I often get asked about vitamin C. Um, you know, I look at vitamin C in two ways. Some research reports have shown that it actually hampers um, performance, and obviously there are research reports that shows that it um, uh, increases immunity. So a lot of people ask me about vitamin C, and I say, well, maybe cycle, cycle onto the vitamin C uh, when you're not in peak season, you're not pushing yourself so heavily, and maybe tone off the vitamin C when you are in order to make sure that it, it doesn't impact the energy system uh, that much. Um, other things that I think are very beneficial for an athlete from a supplement point of view, uh, not necessarily related to sort of doing blood work, is things like omegas. Um, it definitely helps with proper cellular function. It helps with the heart. And, um, I mean, we all know that fats are, are brilliant brain fuel as well. Um, but your omega threes are, are are very important, and there's obviously, as far as the sixes go, there's very important sixes that you can take, and and then obviously the nines, and um, and I would say that that's also something that's very beneficial. 
Well, if you are interested in having some blood tests done and you want some more information uh, before you go and do that, you can email us at uh, coach at 32gi.com. Also, if you go have tests, you want to find out more about the results and, and how you can adjust your nutrition to get things back to normal levels, do e- email us that address again, coach at 32gi.com. But from Mark Wolf and myself, Mr. Active David Katz, we'll catch up again with you soon. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors.